0: To KPSQLP Fayetteville, The Wendy Love Show with Topher Kogan. Yeah. <laughs> the opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of this station. Please check with a trusted health advisor before following any medical advice.
1: Tuned in to the Wendy Love Ed Show with Topher Kogan, where health, music, and plant medicine meet. We are live around the world and right here in Fayetteville, Arkansas. On tonight's show, our guests are Dr. Benjamin Ozan, my- Macon Loaf, and Candace Dyer. And now, it's my pleasure to introduce the not so good speller my co-host Topher Kogan. Hey Wendy. Hey. It's true
0: I'm a, I am just can't spell things because <laughs> it's like I don't know because I spell things a lot of how they're like how they sound. Right. Right. So if words have like double letters I usually am like no why would you need a double letters.
1: Why do you need an extra letter in there? Exactly. Yeah, it
0: makes the exact same sound.
1: I was I, I, you know and we were talking about spelling and how it's not really it's not connected to intelligence. It seems mm-hmm. to be sort of just an innate thing people have it or they don't i swear yeah
0: i mean and it's like especially nowadays because spell check is on everything
1: that's true i didn't even think about that so
0: yeah because it was so um so real life application so Uh both times that uh we've produced on the spot Uh there have been cards with like with spelling errors in them and it like changes the word and it's almost like the comedians just don't want to do it at, at that point like if something's spelled wrong they're it's like no i don't want to do that i'm
1: anymore. not doing that yeah you and like and,
0: and every time they don't do that right
1: it's crazy oh my goodness well i didn't i noticed it at first because you do um some editing for mm-hmm. the different shows that we've been involved with and i'm yeah. always a little shocked because um but but i even though i know that it's spelling just seems to be something people have or they don't. Yeah. And yet, when you're in school, they torture the kids with these spelling words. You know. Yeah. And like and,
0: spelling bees. And, oh. You know.
1: How did you do during, in school with that? With we that?
0: didn't. We we didn't have a spelling bee.
1: You didn't.
0: No. Uh, the close. We just had like like spelling tests where you would have to like remember how word was spelled and so you did. That. I mean, I always did good in those because uh-huh. that was more. Memory Memorizing versus it right, it.
1: right, right, right. So. It didn't come naturally, but you could memorize it. Yeah, right. A little known fact about Wendy Lovett. Uh, I was like a champion spelling spelling bee. Spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> happened, Wendy? Well, I I won, you know, for my class, and then for the school, and then um, for uh, and then I went to the city finals, right? And mm-hmm. I had spelled all these really difficult words, and it was very exciting. But when we went to the city finals. I got out on the first word and it was razor, <laughs> which I How'd don't you know what, it? I put an I in there. I don't know. Oh, I have no idea why.
0: I could, see, I could see in my youth thinking that an I should go in razor. It, like think, it should go right after the A.
1: Right. That's yeah. where I put it. But It makes sense. But I was out. <laughs> because like,
0: is there a word razor? I don't think so. I, Ooh, think I bet that. if it's razor, it's still two Zs.
1: I don't think do there's a word razor. We could make a word called razor. I don't know what it would mean. Maybe. What, what should it mean? Razor.
0: <laughs> I think it's something like, oh, um, and, oh wait.
1: I was, well, I want to hear what you think. Okay. But I was thinking like someone who makes fun of somebody. Ooh, or,
0: I was thinking antagonizer. See, exactly, a razer.
1: We've got a new word <laughs> yeah. now. I love see, it. See, I
0: think because it's like raspberry, and then it's also like, um, what's it, uh, ragging on somebody. Right, right. So there we go. There razzar. we go.
1: We've got a new word. No. <laughs> Razor.
0: Oh wait, no. Razor is a real word. Uh, oh, um, uh, rebel. R- no, that's rouser. That's
1: rouser. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe one of our listeners will tell us if it's actually a word. I'm not sure. Okay. So I was wondering, we were talking about cooking yesterday, mm-hmm. and I wondered um, what you if you cooked anything interesting today. I did. You did. Uh,
0: so I was not going to cook. I was going to just go and get, like, a little meal from Walmart Deli. But uh-huh. Then I got home, and I was like, no, I'm going to cook. Good for and you. so yes. I made um, uh, a thing of uh, mixed vegetables, uh, green beans, mushrooms, Um, onions and bell peppers. Yum. And then I made uh, a fillet of salmon.
1: Beautiful.
0: With... No. Uh, cayenne pepper, cracked black pepper, uh, some garlic. Nice. And...
1: I love it when That's you. It. I love it that you get creative. I hope it inspires somebody to start cooking at home. I hope so. I, I hope know some so. people that don't cook. I know, really, but it is really important for nutrition and to feel good. Mm-hmm. And when you make it yourself, it's, it seems to taste that much better, doesn't it? It does. It does. Oh. My goodness. Well, we are uh, going to introduce our health guest now. All righty. Thrive Wellness Center is well known for its excellent chiropractic care and comprehensive treatments. Dr. Ben Ozan trained at Trinity Chiropractic, one of the largest natural health centers in North America. His mission is to empower individuals and families to take control of their health through nutrition, exercise, life management, and chiropractic care. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ben.
2: Thanks. Great to be here.
1: Uh, so good to see you. It's been a little while. I yeah, think. I know. <laughs> um, I love your mission. I had to Thank say you. it because it kind of is in line with with what I learned through my own health journey, so important. Totally. Um, So I wanted to um, talk about the subject though today of opiate addiction Mm -hmm. and use of chiropractic care for that. Absolutely. Um, What are your thoughts about it?
2: Well, it is an emergency, a national emergency. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't know if people realize how bad it's got but 140 people the last statistic that i saw die every single day from wow. opioid overdose mm-hmm. and abuse
1: right
2: so it's it's a major problem and uh, you know what what upsets me is we hear so much more about some of these other health issues that are going on mm-hmm. you know and and i don't want to discount you know like the measles outbreak but you compare that you've had no one that's actually died from measles right. this year. Mm-hmm. And yet 140 people die every day from something that is totally preventable and people don't have to end up on. Because we have so many other alternatives and things that people can go to to help manage their pain even correct their pain.
1: Right. And I don't think people, uh, their go-to would be chiropractic care coming from opioids. but it makes sense to me. So maybe you can talk about how it works for chronic pain.
2: Totally. Well, and, and even the statistics support chiropractic care as the first line uh, of helping get off opioids, but also prevention from ever ending up on an opioid, uh, there was a research study where they looked at you know people that went to you know some type of healthcare provider for musculoskeletal complaints, so neck pain, back pain, headaches, things like that, and they found that if you went to a chiropractor first, that you were forty nine percent less likely to end up prescribed opioids.
1: Wow, forty nine percent. Yeah, it's huge, isn't it, Tofur? I mean, that's like half the people. Right, <laughs> M- massive.
2: Right. So, and that—that's just if they were to go seek chiropractic care right off the bat um, for whatever musculoskeletal complaint that they're having. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because you know chiropractic focuses on working with the body and helping address the underlying cause of why someone has pain to begin with, versus okay, you have neck pain here, take this. You know, just very mechanistic, like right. You know, if you have neck pain, okay, well who knows exactly what's wrong with you, but let's just give you this medication right. and it's, hope for the best.
1: It's just treating the symptoms, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And the body knows how to heal itself. I know we've had conversations about that, right? So how does chiropractic care help it to do that?
2: Yep. Um, you know, so our focus is basically, simply put, we focus on healing from above, down, inside out. So. The brain is the master control system of the body. So whenever I have a patient come in, we're, we're trying to boil it down, why are they having this symptom in the first place? Why is their body responding and reacting this way? Because I treat symptoms like a check engine light. You know, So uh, when, right. when you have a symptom, digestive issues, you have neck pain, you have a lower back pain, there's a reason why your body is displaying that symptom. Uh, you know, the problem with our healthcare system is that when someone has a, a pain like that, mm-hmm. you know, if you took your car to the mechanic and they just stuck a piece of tape over the light, would you be happy?
1: Well, of course not, right? No, <laughs> right.
2: But unfortunately, and, and I don't want to blanket all doctors. My dad, he's a spinal surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, most medical doctors mean well. It's just the educational system and their training puts them down this path to where they have two main things that they can help take par- care of people with either drugs. And if it gets bad enough, then they undergo surgery. Right. Uh, But in effect, that's just putting a piece of tape over it. Because even if you undergo surgery, most of the time, and I I read a statistic by um, a medical doctor, and they said that about 5% of the back surgeries that are done every year Mm -hmm. are actually necessary. 5%. 5%. Wow. So there's like 56 million back surgeries that were done last year, and 5% of them are actually necessary. And then as you get out, you know, 5, 10, 15 years down the road, the the percentage increases per year of people that need repeat surgeries, but then the success rate of the repeat surgeries goes down and down and down as you need more. So, as chiropractors and in our profession, we focus on, okay, you have a symptom, your check engine light's on, what's causing that Mm -hmm. and then that's why we go to the the nervous system first because the brain controls everything through the spinal cord so basically we tell people you live your life through your nervous system because your nervous system is what tells your heart to beat your lungs to breathe Mm -hmm. tells your body how to adapt to its environment because that's basically what we are we are our bodies seek health and homeostasis and then we try and adapt to whatever stress comes our way and our nervous system is what controls all of that So that's where we look first. The spine is what houses the nervous system, and so stress on your body can have a major effect on the nervous system, and usually you find it within the spine, and that's why we focus there first. Right. And when we can relieve that stress on the nervous system, the body as a whole works better. And that's where a lot of people's pain and problems come from these days is spinal stress, mechanical stress that needs to be relieved specifically through chiropractic care and adjustments.
1: Right. Do you think part of it for people is, uh, well, you you touched on a few things. Firstly, the health system uh, currently, a medical doctor doesn't have a lot in their toolbox Mm -hmm. to help people. So there's pills, tests, and surgery, right, Mm -hmm. Um, like you mentioned. But people also kind of want a quick fix, Mm -hmm. which is why frequently they will take the pills, not realizing that it can cause an addiction or other Mm -hmm. problems, or maybe not even keep the body put the body back in homeostasis mm-hmm. right so when someone comes to the chiropractor what can they expect in terms of time frame i know for every person it's probably different totally but if someone's in a lot of pain could they could it be relieved in a, a couple of treatments is it you know i think sometimes people think oh my gosh i just don't have the time mm-hmm. <laughs> to keep going for these
2: visits right you know well and the thing i always encourage people with is you can take the time now to do something for your health, Mm -hmm. or your health and your body are going to force you to do something later on when you're in a crisis. So it's up to you. It's your choice. You're going to take time now, or you're going to be forced to take time later. And unfortunately, in in our society, we spend a lot of our health to gain a little bit of wealth, Mm -hmm. and by the time that we're trying to retire and enjoy that wealth, we end up spending all of our wealth to gain back a little bit of health. Right. And it's it's really unfortunate. So as chiropractors, what you can expect time-wise, and there is this study, it's very powerful. So many people are under stress every single day, and 90% of why people go to the doctor is because of stress-related ailments mm-hmm. and problems. So when you go into a chiropractor and you receive one adjustment, what they found is that one adjustment is so powerful, it will actually flip your body out of the stress state, which is called your sympathetic state, and put you into a parasympathetic state also they looked at like uh, salivary amylase which is basically your body's it's a good indication of cortisol levels and if you're in a Mm -hmm. fight or flight state stress state versus parasympathetic they showed right after one adjustment salivary amylase decreased which means internally cortisol levels shot down which
1: is so important to health whether it's your heart or the functioning of your body so many people have really high cortisol levels so that's really refreshing to hear i didn't know that
2: yeah and and You know, so I have people that come see me for wellness care to keep their bodies out of that stress state, to help their bodies to function better, and that's where it's about. Chiropractic is great for helping with chronic issues, but it also, over time, research has shown that as you go to the chiropractor and you get out a year and you've been doing maintenance care that's where you really start to see the physiological effects and change on your body Mm -hmm. because it works so much better your body as a whole Um, There's so many research studies looking at chiropractic adjustments on asymptomatic patients and the physiological changes that they undergo, focus and concentration improvements, blood pressure changes, uh, um, helping the brain flip out of that sympathetic state and go into the frontal lobe. Mm -hmm. And the frontal lobe is where you have creativity, problem solving, and when you're in that hindbrain, which is that fight or flight that's where you're not able to focus, and, and you're in that like reactionary state, and that's where so many people live their lives. And so we have people that come into our office, we adjust them. All of a sudden they're telling us, "Hey, doc, I'm off my antidepressant meds." Nice. You know, just because their bodies are working that much better, that much less under stress. Um, so it's about chiropractic care. I, I I tell people, motion is lotion. Motion, you know, a body in motion is going to be a healthy one because mm-hmm. the the moment you stop moving.
1: Mm You're dead. Yeah, right. I mean, you know,
2: figuratively and literally too. And so, so many people have lack of motion in their life, uh, not just because, okay, we sit all day and that's a huge problem too, but their spines don't move well. Mm -hmm. And that whole is a whole neurological systemic effect that puts them under this constant stress state, which then causes their nociceptive uh, input to the nervous system, which is your pain fibers, to just radically spike. So when we restore motion to the spine, Mm -hmm. which is the biggest thing that chiropractic does, is it helps flip you out of that nociceptive state, that pain state, back into your homeostasis state, relaxed, moving, things are just working like they're supposed to. And so we help a lot of patients, not only acutely, but also with chronic pain. And and chiropractic care doesn't work for everyone. I, I have people that come in, and I... I just can't help you. I'm sorry. Sometimes there's limitations of matter, and we just can't get them better. But I tell people, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen when you undergo chiropractic care, you're going to get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. The best thing is we're going to radically change your life. You're going to get off your meds, and you're going to be a whole new person. Right. And that's that's the majority of the time that we see.
1: Sure, every body is different, mm-hmm. you know. So people, it's good for people to try different things, and that's why the shows like this, I think, are very important. So people can get a little bit of education and then decide if they want to. They want to try it, you know.
2: And and chiropractors, you know, I, I feel like we get people just don't realize our education and mm-hmm. the fact that we are primary care physicians. Right. You know, like I can't prescribe medications, nor do I ever want the ability or the right to prescribe meds. Cause right. Because like I've already talked about, I don't think there's a, the solution. But we have a totally different mindset than going to the medical doctor. Let me give you something versus let's figure out how we can empower you. Mm-hmm. to prevent and get healthy and then stay healthy the rest of your life. And health is more about prevention and being proactive versus right. reactionary. Because by the time you're trying to react to a crisis and a pain, a lot of times you're, you're, it's too late. You right. know, there's already some permanent issues that are done. Sure. So if you can live that proactive lifestyle, which is what we try and encourage people to do, makes a huge difference. And that's why I'll have people come. They, they bring their kids to me, and they bring their whole family to me as their primary care and then I can get them in the right direction. Because, right. again, there are certain things that are out of my scope, but I can recognize as a primary care because we're trained in that to diagnose and figure out what's wrong with this person, and then we can get them in the right direction. Hey, you need to go to this provider because that's not something I do, but if you head that down that path, we can save people money too.
1: Right, nice. Well, there's so many things you said that I love, you know, reducing polypharmacy, Because once people are on two or more drugs, who knows how they're interacting in the body? And so you are giving another option for people. Mm -hmm. And when you talk about the whole family coming in, you know, it's kind of like it's a lifestyle that people learn about health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I love that about it. Um, So if someone was looking for, uh, as we were talking about in the beginning about the opiate crisis, so if someone is struggling. Is that a, a patient that you would you would see to try to help them to reduce the opiates or come off of them?
2: Yes, totally. Um, you know, so we sit down and uh, first off is figure out what's causing the problem, and then is that something that I can actually help with? Like, is what I do in my office your. Presentation. Your actual health problem. Is it something I can help you with? Right. And if it is, then we proceed. You know, getting goals set in place. Do you want to get off medications? Do you want to be able to run longer? I mean, what what are your goals? Your health goals. And then we set off on a plan to help actually achieve those goals mm-hmm. and get people better faster. Excellent. At the end of the day,
1: excellent. That's wonderful.
2: Yeah. So if people aren't opioids, we, we want to help them get off those. Uh, and and that's the thing we see. We see people all the time. Whether it's opioids, whether it's over-the-counter meds, prescription meds, people reduce them, and a lot of them eliminate them completely.
1: And and getting the chemicals out of the body just helps it to go into that homeostasis, mm-hmm. um, you know, just the same. Um, so, did you have any further questions from Tofer? Uh. Oh,
0: I don't think we have time. I'll catch you at the end of the show.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, oh, we got, uh, how much time do we have? I think we, we've got two minutes. Yeah, my goodness. That's, good. a, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a lifetime. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> two oh, my goodness. <laughs> no, no. No, two minutes.
2: Oh, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> now we have, uh, you know. Now we have one. <laughs> see, uh, <laughs> but, well,
0: no, we'll see. Okay, so both of my questions, I would like, they're like, House questions, uh-huh.
2: so uh-huh. we'll wait. <laughs> <gonna> hey, <laughs> I know how to answer succinctly and directly.
0: Okay, 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 uh, okay. I'll do the first one. I was noticing on your laptop. Yep. You see, this has nothing to do with chiropractic. Um. <laughs> so, which house are you in?
2: On the front of your laptop? Oh, Is this your laptop <laughs> or not? Yeah, that's that's mine. Okay. Uh, I am. Uh, so. Gryffindor. Yeah. Okay. Totally. <laughs> okay. I was
1: like, what are you asking him? <laughs> oh, Harry
2: Potter. I, right got, I got the sorting hat. Oh, my, uh, I see. All know, right. Laptop. That's the short question I had. That's so. the short question.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us. I hope you'll stick around. We're. Yep. We're, uh, do
2: I have time to w- make one more statement, too? One more statement. Yeah. Do it.
1: Let's do well, it. Well, and, and
2: I think this is huge uh, and even, you know, solidifies why people should seek out chiropractors first as their primary portal of entry. Okay. So if you have an injury... If you're having back pain, what they've shown that when you seek chiropractic care first, and this is out of the Journal of Spine, that you are uh, the likelihood of having back surgery is 1.5 percent if you seek out a chiropractor first. If you go to a primary care physician, you have 42.7 percent chance of ending up under the knife. Wow! And that, to me, speaks
1: that speaks volumes. loud yeah.
2: volumes mm-hmm. on the difference of how we take care of people mm-hmm. um, and what we do to help people actually address the cause.
1: Right. Well, thank you so much for that. Appreciate it. Yes, thank
0: you so much, Dr. Ozan, and hope you all stay tuned for our musical guest, Making Loaf. What Makin' Loaf is a three-piece surf rock band from Fayetteville, Arkansas. These three are some of the most talented musicians, producers, and songwriters in N.W.A., Welcome, making loaf! Thank you. <laughs>
1: Hello. That's a big plate to
0: live up to, I have to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite, quite limited to that,
1: I, I know. say. I know. We took that from your bio. I thought it was yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> We're really <laughs> honored that you're here. Yeah, actually. thank you
3: so much for having us. We're really excited to be here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So, surf rock band, is that... Surf rot kind of explains it a little bit. It's uh-huh. definitely got like um like beachy, positive, fun vibes like that uh-huh. that we kind of play off of. I mean we play post punk and funk music, Ooh, and nice. jazz, anything and everything. Right.
1: All different genres, genre mm-hmm. hopping. Yeah, we do a lot of
3: that. <laughs> a lot of that. Yeah.
1: Well, so, what are you going to
3: play for us first? We're going to play a song called "The Elephant," and it's kind of about um, the elephant in the room amongst friends or people, uh-huh. you know.
1: All right, I love cool.
3: that. Yeah, ready.
1: I wanted to dance so bad. There's no room in here, really. I'm kinda dancing in my chair. Yeah, and then
3: like at the very end of the song everything just like crashes.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh yeah. Love it awesome. So what are you going to play for us next? Uh,
3: this next song is another one that we're kind of working on recording This is another new one um, called In My Dreams oh, nice. And it's kind of got like a vintage-y jazz style to Ooh. it That we, we kind of like a lot I really am a big fan of like Etta James and like Aretha Franklin mm-hmm. And so this is kind of like my tribute to that kind of style Nice And um, then with our own kind of you know spin on it A little modern sure. twisty kind of Modern twisty Yeah Modern twisty <laughs>
1: It's a modern twisty tofu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a mouthful.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. All right. <laughs>
5: I'm in
0: Yes, <laughs> so I love that. Thank you. you know, I love that. And when I was when I was uh, sitting back, listening to it, I was like, "This sounds so different from the first one that you did." And I love when when like artists do that, even like just like in the same performance or the same like uh, album, you know, or anything, you know, yeah. where it's like you just like put them beside each other.
6: Yeah, right. and there's so much good genres and styles of music that you mm-hmm. can kind enjoy all of it and bring it all together. Right. Right. Get uh, find similar threads and just <laughs> have a good
1: time.
3: Yeah, yeah, and, that's, and that was a lot of. I was like, I was like, maybe you want to get closer to microphone, but I don't think it matters. Got it. He's
0: oh good. yeah, there's so many.
1: He's oh, so yeah. good. We got a <laughs> lot of mics in here. Yeah, I
3: know. There's so many of them, but yeah, that's kind of what Make and loaf is about. Like mm-hmm. we, where um, I I kind of grew up playing like folk music and like playing on an acoustic guitar a lot of the time, and I didn't really start kind of picking up my electric guitar until I me and Tanner met working at School of Rock. And uh, kind of put our sounds together. So Mm -hmm. he kind of writes and produces these, like, (laughs) post-punk surf wave. I mean, he has a whole huge, uh, you know, a big canvas of, of different, like, genres that he plays and then kind of mixed it with my voice and kind of mm-hmm. like a vintage style and so like we kind of bring a lot of energy whenever we play any show and then we can also kind of take it back a little bit like I mm-hmm. like to yeah. I like to slow it down some I feel like I have to sl- like I
1: kind of slow Tanner down sometimes but sometimes <laughs> it's good
5: to slow down
3: you know? Yeah, know so yeah
1: it's a little bit of something for everyone you know mm-hmm. I kind of felt like this stroll thing going on in that mm-hmm. last <laughs> song like I, yeah. yeah kind of walking after midnight <laughs> right you know? that's
3: kind of what inspired that song for sure now is there a
0: place I can get this online
3: it is coming soon we actually just started recording Mm -hmm. Um, we started recording like two maybe three weeks ago and we just started kind of working on vocals uh, (laughs) yeah yeah I'm really really excited I haven't made too many uh, recorded things Mm -hmm. like under my own like music stuff and so i'm very excited to get this
1: out there wonderful Um, yeah yeah. i can't wait i think we're all excited for you to (laughs) get it out there (laughs) yeah yeah i can't can't wait for you guys to be listening to it um so where are you recording
3: we are actually recording Uh, in uh, our yeah, yep. and our good friend Austin, our bassist, we're using his house. And oh, nice. Tanner Mackey is recording and producing all it. <laughs> <laughs> for him, yeah. mm-hmm. Doing everything,
0: yeah. That's
1: He's like, a wizard. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's said in the bio, right? The producers mm. and musicians, they're doing it. Yeah, all we're right. doing <laughs> everything.
0: You <laughs> lived up to that introduction, I <laughs> have to say. <laughs> That's, I'm very really cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool. That's <laughs> really cool. All right, ladies, well, thank you so much. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you'll thank
1: stick around. Thank you for around. having us, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah, cool. we be here. Woke up this morning, take a look at my clock It's way
0: past noontime, now I'm late for work
5: Tell me, tell me, what have I done wrong? Ain't nothing going right with me Must be I've been smoking
1: too long I go to get some breakfast, but I ain't got no food. I take me a shower, but that damn water don't feel so good. Tell me, tell me, what have I done wrong? Ain't nothing going right for me. We are in the green zone, and um, we have... Candice Dyer, um, who is an activist and is from Johnson County in Texas, she's an organizer for the Texas Open Carry Walks. Um, she reduced pharmaceuticals with cannabis medicine and wants the same available for everyone um, as prescription drugs. She describes were going to be the death of her. She believes whole plant medicine is working and that cannabis should be legalized in Texas. Welcome to the show, Candice.
4: Hi,
1: how y'all doing? Doing great. So you got some good news in Texas today, didn't you? Oh,
4: yes, we did. Uh, somewhat good news. Right, well, as oh. Texas goes, come on now. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am, I know, right? Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> Every step. bit of the way. So
1: um, I, yes. en- I, I saw this afternoon that uh, the Senate um, passed adding more qualifying conditions to the Compassionate Act in Texas.
4: Yes, ma'am. It passed uh, unanimously um, in the Senate vote, and uh, what that's going to do, it's making the Texas Compassionate Youth Program more inclusive, and um, this will allow access for those with epilepsy, MS, um, seizure disorders, uh, terminal cancer, autism, ALS, incurable, or incurable uh, Neurodegenerative disorders uh-huh. like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Hunter's disease, and PTSD. No PTSD though. That's what I'm. That's
1: yeah, upset about. <laughs> I know it's it's upsetting, but I just felt like thank goodness there's a little bit of movement in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because oh uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah,
4: baby steps. Definitely, they are very slow here.
1: Right, and it's still very low THC content. Correct.
4: Yes, it's still that .5 THC, and actually that's just, um, the CBD is .3, mm-hmm. so uh, .5 is just like double that. I mean, it's not enough THC, it really isn't. Um, right. But like you said, baby steps, I mean, this is a little step forward, so.
1: Right, and and it is to be celebrated, but the thing, the issue with Texas is now that it'll be two years really yeah. b- before further changes because exactly. you, there's no, you know, petition initiatives. It's all through the legislature. Exactly. So, Unfortunately,
4: so. a lot of people don't know that we cannot petition in Texas.
1: <laughs> right, right. This so This would have
4: been done a long time ago if we could. <laughs> right. So tell me a
1: little bit about your activism and the Open Carry Walks. Um, yeah,
4: Cannabis Open Carry Walks. There's a whole bunch of us all across Texas. I'm just one, the Johnson County organizer um and we what we do is we noticed that there was something missing. Um there was activists going into the courthouse and talking and, and normal's doing a great job with what they do. But nobody was hitting the streets and getting out there and talking to the real people. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, look, you know, we gotta get out there, we gotta hit the streets. We thought education is the key here because most people are just dumbed down by that propaganda about cannabis, and they're scared. Right. And they need somebody just to come and talk to them and say it's okay to talk about it. And so that's what we do. We get out there and hit the roads and get people excited about it and talking about it.
1: So you're doing education, and it's kind of like a grassroots movement where you're out and meeting people where they are. Exactly. That's wonderful. Exactly. Um, And that's really the way, I think... Like you mentioned, education is really key. That's the way to keep moving forward. The more that you speak the truth, even when people really maybe don't want to hear it, (laughs) um, (laughs) and learn about... Trust
4: me, this is not easy coming out as a pro-cannabis person. (laughs) Right,
1: right. And it it kind of puts you at risk, too. So thank you so much for your activism. Oh,
4: no problem. And uh, I I enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and I know that... um, I I also wanted to ask you um, a little bit about um, your son so your son has been was sentenced to six years in prison um, primarily for cannabis and I'm so sorry the drug war still continues I think especially in places like Texas Um, yes
4: it's it's horrible it really it really sucks this is his first offense. so uh, it he was 18 when he went in uh, and he got six years for it, but he had uh cannabis, and he also was caught with cocaine and distribution distribution mm-hmm. um so I mean I'm all by, by all means I'm not for the cocaine <laughs>
1: right
4: but uh the cannabis is actually what matters because the cocaine isn't the schedule 1 drug here.
1: Right. Isn't that um, interesting? The cocaine is not crazy? it's not medicine really. I mean yes. there there are a couple of medical applications We're not which that's not what we're talking about. But uh, right. but the the schedule 1 drug that gave him the 6-year sentence is the is the cannabis.
4: Yes, that's what gave him the plant is what gave him 6 years. He probably would have just got probation if uh if he didn't have
1: cannabis, <laughs> isn't that crazy, Topher? It doesn't make any sense, you know.
4: And then you got that three strikes rule, so they caught him with three felonies all at once. His first offense, and six years. <laughs> it's like
1: right. wow. And so he was eighteen when, when he went in. And um, yes, ma'am. And and the the problem with that is coming out on the other side, and all the restrictions on employment and housing, and exactly. you know the drug war. Never be able
4: to have a regular job. I mean, not not a good one.
1: Right, unless there's some continued change. Um, right, right, you know, right. With expungement of records, that's what we're fighting for. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, and on that front, you're fighting for um, expungement of records, or what are you? Uh, what are what are your thoughts about that?
4: Yeah, I think that um, they should definitely just take it off. If it's, take it off the records, so they can get a job when they get out. Because if they can't, then what else are they going to go do? They're not going to have any choice. They have to live. Right. So they're going to go do back to the stuff that they did before. They're not going to get better, and also, uh, just uh, just uh, the whole stigmatism of it right now. It's just it, people look at you like, "Oh, you're horrible," and you know you can't get a job. You can't go into government housing. There's just so much you cannot do if you have a felony.
1: You can't vote and either. So that is
4: number one, exactly. Right. And so that's so, number one. We got to get it fixed.
1: Well, and and that's really, it's such a big problem because it's not just the time spent in prison, but then how it ruins people's lives from there. They've already yeah. served the time for the crime, even though they
4: get institutionalized.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. He will be
4: institutionalized when he gets out. So he's going to know prison. That's what he's going to know.
1: Well, let's hope that there's change by the time that he's going to be coming out. Oh, and there
4: definitely will be if I have <laughs> anything to do about it. <laughs> I love,
1: I love your enthusiasm and your positivity in the in the midst of all this. You know, it's it's hard to see your son go through something like that.
4: Oh, definitely, it is. It's very hard. We miss him so much. We we've, we've been without him for a year now. So
1: wow, and uh, and and I know that there's a lot of activists out there, you know, working on this very thing you know people like you know Carrie Cannon and um, who we both um, have, have done activism oh, yes. work through social media the
4: freelance floor drop all charges for Peggy and Glenn mm-hmm. yes right. they, they're doing great mm-hmm.
1: it's a lot of work but I, there are many people that are really putting their all into it so that we can end prohibition, decriminalize, deschedule. Those are the things that really need to happen.
4: Exactly. And we do have the decriminalization coming through. Hopefully an ounce or less will be a $500 ticket. So that is the good news. So at least if you get caught with an ounce, it won't be jail time or on your record.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I guess I, I wasn't aware of that. So that also passed in the Senate as well?
4: well it hasn't gone all the way through yet but we're very optimistic that it will
1: okay that's really away. good news also um, so if that goes through then both of these bills will then have to be signed by the governor correct yes yes right. um,
4: that this one that's going that would just pass the senate has to go to the house next and no changes could be made after after the changes that have been made
1: okay so the it passed the house it passed the senate with whatever changes they wanted and then uh, now we're just waiting for the governor to sign those. So that's really good news for the future for people, um, and with arrests, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's
4: a lot of good, good things. I mean, a lot of good people are going to be getting help from this. So I'm very happy for that.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you again for all your activism and for joining us tonight. And Candace, if people want to get in touch with some of the groups that you're, Working with, I know there's actually a few groups in Texas that you're working with, but tonight we talked about the open carry walks. Yes, So ma'am. how do people find that?
4: Uh, go to 420opencarry.com or you go to, uh, our Facebook. We have, uh, Cannabis Open Carry Walks. Um, and we have Instagram at 420opencarry.
1: Excellent. And is there, are there any other links that you'd like to share with our listeners?
4: Well, I would like to tell everybody about our second uh, annual Canifest. Oh. Um, we're going to be having uh, on August 31st to September 1st. It's a two-day event. And I just wanted to shout out to your uh, singers that were just performing. They were awesome. And tell them if they would love to come out and oh. join a good cause. Um, fest would be a great time to do it. It's going to be a lot of live performers, booths and stuff. and. If you are at the Crystal Beach area on those days, uh, Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. um, and y'all come out there and come have some fun and learn what we're about.
0: Oh, we'll definitely pass it along to all our musicians.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Anybody, we're looking for all kinds. Right now, we got a lot of rap artists, but we're definitely looking for other... Other people too.
1: So right, a lot of the festivals do end up being kind of uh, rap heavy with that genre. Uh, people yeah, kind of, you know,
4: what this yeah. is kind of what I say about that because we get that a lot. People are like, you know, it's all rap. Why don't you have other people? Well, I- they're the only ones that are saying they'll come do it for free for an event like this, and mm-hmm. nobody else is volunteering. But we wish other people would. And but we just got to get the word out there and get more people involved and sure yeah it's gonna be a great event i hope yeah pass the word along to everybody and
1: all right sounds can great out
4: there.
1: well thanks so much for letting us know about that and for joining us tonight candace i hope you have a great night you too
4: ma'am Thank all right you. take care you too
5: they're going river I'm here
1: oh well it's been such a great show so we have everybody in the studio now well obviously except for Candace who just uh, had to go <laughs> um, so um I think it's pretty cool that Texas has some movement on the cannabis issue mm-hmm. how do you folks think about it
3: yeah yeah I mean I'm I'm pretty glad i love being out in texas should get out, out there. <laughs> yeah
1: and decriminalizing for an ounce or, or under an ounce is uh, is a big step for texas i think a huge step. It's a big step anywhere. i mean cl- right. where
6: it's criminalized you know classic sure. you know more conservative state but there's also a lot of libertarian and immigrant populations down there that mm-hmm. make it far more of a mixed bag than we think yeah that's true and Austin's super liberal
1: yeah Austin's kind of a little island there Mm -hmm. isn't it (laughs) 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 Mm -hmm. oh man Um, yeah when she was talking about um, you know the the, her son who's really a prisoner of the drug war Mm -hmm. um, it just really breaks my heart you know for an 18 year old and then he's going to come out and have so much difficulty navigating the world
6: yeah and that I mean that's that's a huge travesty I mean, that's people who are nonviolent, just regular, normal-functioning people, and right. then that's going to follow them their entire lives. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely,
1: for a plant, um, you know, which, you know, Dr. Ben, we were talking about homeostasis and chiropractic, and I was thinking about cannabis also, because that's really the, you know, cannabis creates homeostasis in the body, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would think that those things would complement each other.
2: Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, and I, I think it's a travesty that uh, cannabis has been so pursued and outlawed mm-hmm. across the nation but you just follow the money and it makes total sense cuz mm-hmm. there's no money to be made in a plant that you know everyone has access to right. and you can't patent but there's plenty to be made in opioids and other prescription meds. Yeah.
5: There, there was a hundred and eighty thousand dollars made in the first week of cannabis sales in Arkansas, though at three dispensaries. In yeah, Arkansas. they're starting to realize the tax money <laughs> they can make. So right. they're
6: like, "Oh, yeah, but there
5: is no money in raising it." it. Yes, right. Do, but, but, but the man is getting rich off that. Well, topic. that's <laughs> the mm-hmm. franchise, right. right?
1: That's the problem um, in Arkansas. It was corporatized, yep. yeah. Um, and and you know, we all tried to push through the initiative that wasn't going to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> that included oh. grow rights which are human mm-hmm. rights and that was all that but wow. it's been corporatized and like uh, dr ben and i were talking a little bit before the show and you know i i was watching on the news about the dispensary opening the dispensary's opening in hot springs and i thought what patient has to stand in line oh. all day to get some medicine and be told that they're not going to get all their medicine because there's not enough for everybody Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. and then and then they don't have enough product, so they sell out. Right, At an inflated mm-hmm. price, At an inflated that's price with like high tax. Diabetes,
6: tech. kind of. They did this sort of the same thing with insulin, or like doing the same thing with insulin too. Unfortunately,
1: some of the pharmaceuticals are that's that's been a big issue, like the EpiPen, EpiPen. and. You know, are they running
0: out of EpiPen?
1: Well, no, they inflate no, just the price so much, like, oh. yeah.
0: now they have a generic. Somebody went nuts and made one, and said, "Well, whatever," and now they're.
1: They're providing a generic. Well, that's good news, but I think it's still expensive, isn't it? Um, so, you know, a, a person who might need that to save their life, <laughs> you know, wouldn't have access to it. I'm diabetic, and I came off of insulin with my health journey. Um, but recently, I think, you know, your body goes through some insulin-resistant stuff, and I've been diabetic for a long time, so I was a little bit challenged, and I actually considered going back on insulin, which I really don't want to do it's harder to lose weight there's so many things about it um but the price it, I, ca- I couldn't afford to be on insulin you know right. it mm-hmm. makes no sense in, no in the United States right if someone you know if, if it got to the point where I you know the doctor says well they're, they're, we've run out of options you know um then what what do you do with that you mm-hmm. know um and so uh, my question also with chiropractic, it's something like that. So is, the, are there, is there movement with something like diabetes uh, using chiropractic care to improve um, insulin resistance or that kind of thing? Well,
2: and, you know, it depends on the type of, you know, diabetes that the person has, you know, sure. type 1 versus type 2. Um, but we've, we've seen impacts, especially for type 1 diabetics who are just basically given a life sentence like, here's your insulin pump. You're going to use this the rest of your life and i've worked with type 1 diabetics and seen we've measured their blood sugar levels Mm -hmm. before and after adjustment and you can see it come down wow so and again it depends on what's going on but uh, you know a lot of diabetics um, they had you know you can look at their past uh, and they had some type of injury or trauma Mm -hmm. to the mid-back or even in the birthing process that's inhibiting the, the pancreas from working properly, brain-body communication. Mm-hmm. So brain communication out the pancreas causing it to malfunction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So pretty neat stuff. Um, it really but, is. But even with two, type 2 diabetes, you know, helping to de-stress the body and then working through nutrition to, to lower and get through that insulin resistance. So right. most type 2 di- diabetics can reverse it right. naturally, as you right. saw.
1: Right, right. And, I, you know, I have, you know, health is a journey, right? Mm-hmm. So And there's times... When I'm sticking to every single thing I should be doing, and there's times where I am not doing that, oh, <laughs> you know, no. and uh, and I see the difference, you know. Mm. But it's hard, you know. It can be it can be difficult, but the the um, it puts me in a situation where I want to go back the other way, even though I might not enjoy always eating that way or whatever Mm -hmm. it happens to be.
0: Speaking of hard things, uh, this is a hard shift. Uh, to me about uh, School of Rock a little Uh, bit. Uh,
3: (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, we used to, we worked there. That's where we met. I guess that's where the band sort of started, I guess. Mm -hmm. Or or that's where we sort of started. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Um, but yeah, I mean we both worked there. Like I had I worked there first and I was actually like quitting pretty quickly after she started. Yeah. So,
0: so uh, Okay, so I I don't know what this is. What oh, is Oh,
6: well, well, from the very. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, so, it's, it's, it's we taught music lessons there. It's a okay, a got, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's we not. Go. It's not the got Jack it. Black movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I was mean, playing. as much as you wanted <laughs> <did it> to be <laughs>
3: like on the music. Yeah, I, I love that. Like that. that. I like that. Oh. <laughs> it's pretty much yeah. You do have a yeah. It's like that, but with actually, you actually have to teach some kids how to. Did you wear plans? Teaching kids. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was lesson plans. We did the real deal. To make up lesson plans. My my. Goes plan. There. Plan. Plan, oh, plan. Plan, Oh, I got no, you. No, I Thank goodness, no. No uniforms. <laughs> no. It's school of rock, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. the real thing. It's, like, it's getting kids you wear your rock and roll through
6: course. this, like, higher energy music that they want to play. And it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah.
3: My so, daughter's
2: four. She goes there. She loves it. It's yeah. great. Nice.
3: Yeah. It's what really does she great play for kids. Well, does she play it's awesome. Uh, she uh, I
2: mean, you in? know, it's the, they start off with more of, the like, the hand stuff, you know, so... Yeah, lots of different instruments like mm-hmm. tambourines. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, yeah, I taught it's the like little that. kids yep. for a long time. I've I loved that. I've
1: seen people, too, do, do they have, uh, you form a, a band so that they learn how to...
3: Yeah, so each kid, you know, they pick their instrument that they want to play, and you teach... Um, all the kids, kind of the same songs. Like mm-hmm. they kind of pick a group to be in, like yeah, that is. like, like a good. specific
6: type of cover band usually, like say like a Led Zeppelin cover band or <laughs> a Beatles cover band or a, or a genre. <laughs> <and all>. It <laughs> has like a set number each like season as they call them. And so like you'll be like, well, I'll be in the Led Zeppelin band this season. Okay. And so then like for a few songs, you'll be assigned like whatever instrument you play, and you have to play with these other kids that are assigned for their mm-hmm. instruments.
5: You know, you know, back in back. Back in my day used to be yeah. smoke on the water, but now I think it's like seven nation. army. Right that's that is the
3: <laughs> kicker, man. If you want like if you want somebody to feel like a rock star right off the bat, like playing <laughs> guitar, you're like, Alright, we're learning we're gonna learn Seven Nation Army and they're immediately in love <laughs> with the instrument. Right. You can teach that on like guitar or bass. On <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> <Even grindles laughs> the kid, the kid that chooses the shaker egg as their
1: instrument—they're
0: <laughs> 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 destined for great man. They are. So They're I destined to for learn the four
1: something. Four-year-old though, are, are you still picking a, a band? Or,
3: uh, no, with the younger kids, it's a little more like you're playing music games with them. They're yeah. not quite old enough to like retain that. Sure. You know, we're meeting like once a week for like an hour, and like, right. nah, they can't really learn a song. But <laughs> I you know. Thought, uh,
2: my my daughter can do like the whole Blackbird Beatles song.
1: Oh really? Oh, yeah. oh really? We got to get her in here. Yeah. yeah, I know. My goodness, I, I need to, start, to see like, that. Singing along with different songs, and I'm like, well,
2: "That's where awesome." The heck did you pick that up? Right.
5: <laughs> I was sure you were going to say Seven Nation Army,
3: daughter. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Next I so
5: where
6: did song. you come
0: into the mix of these two?
6: Um, very shortly after they got together and started writing music. Um they were in need of a bassist, and we've been friends, and we've jammed together a number of times. Now, where
0: are you all from? Because you're all like extremely tall to me, and I'm like, where are these <laughs> Amazons <laughs> walking in? Well, I suppose. I mean, I'm from,
6: from Arkansas. Born and raised
3: born and raised yeah, in Arkansas, right every single one of us. Um, I mean, my family's German, pretty hardcore. I knew it! <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> Germans on both
0: are always tall, yeah. yeah. always <laughs> tall. <tough. laughs> yes, like big, like, uh, <laughs> like
3: broad-built, you know. Sturdy. Yeah. Sturdy. Sturdy, yeah. I'm a Power. mountain I'm
1: a no. mountain of a woman. <laughs> 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 Oh, my goodness. So Dr. Ben's pretty tall, too. We're just, it's a tall night. Exactly. It's a tall night. I'm feeling I'm my... I'm sick of it, Wendy. Y'all sick I'm feeling <laughs> sick my... Of it. You know, my, my ex-husband's brother... <laughs> was my, he tall? My, my ex-brother They were all tall. Okay. And in our wedding pictures, I mean, I'm like really <laughs> short. So, and, and I was raised Jewish, you know, so his brother used to call me the Squatty Heeb. <laughs> <laughs> Burn, I no know, one. right? <laughs> My it does, it's not like, an attractive name. <laughs> no. Right? No. 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 no, no, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't think it was meant to be. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you could
0: reclaim it. You could reclaim
1: it. Reclaim Today, it. The yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't like
3: <laughs> call you that in his <laughs> toast at your wedding, did he? he <laughs> <I> oh <know>. no. <laughs> no, no, no! I don't Man,
1: think. Man, i like, somebody's to- gonna. I don't think we let him toast. Okay. It like well, good. Yeah. You gotta know what you're dealing with. So, do you have any shows coming up?
3: Uh, we have um, our show, our first show at George's, okay. June 27th. That's Wonderful. a really big one that um, we really want to get a bunch of people to come and hang out. It's kind of got like a under the boardwalk theme because mm-hmm. there's like a deck out there. So we want it to be just like a big summery event, you know, with, with uh, these bands playing. Um, Becky Adams is playing and John Shorter is also going to be joining us. Wonderful. So we're excited for that. Um, I mean, this weekend we're going to be heading out to Hot Springs to play at Maxine's. There's
1: no medicine in Hot Oh, there no <laughs> <He> is <laughs> Did they replenish? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Yeah, about it. About it.
3: yeah. Oh, man, yeah. And then we're playing Creek Fest this weekend as well, and
1: we're really excited about that on Sunday. So Wonderful. Great stuff. Dr. Ben, can you just give the, the website or links for people if they'd like to get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, uh, it's pretty easy. Thrive, and then AR as in Arkansas.com, thriveAR.com, or they can g- call the office, 479-439-8121. Excellent.
1: Well thanks so much to everyone for joining us, it's been a wonderful show. And to